Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. It's summer and I'm so excited. It's funny because when I lived in Florida, I did not appreciate summer nearly as much simply because it was so freaking hot. Summer in Florida, if you live there, you know it's almost comparable to winter in somewhere freezing in the sense that you can't go outside. Like when it's summer in Florida, you're not going outside. You're not going to the beach. The ocean feels like a hot tub. There's no relief there. (laughs) But I love summer living in Canada because everybody comes out of the woodworks. Everybody's been cooped up all winter, freezing their buns off. There's so many events going on. The weather is nice enough that you can actually sit on a patio and have a beer in the middle of the day and not sweat your balls off and it's just wonderful. I love it so much. And I thought this was the perfect time to talk about staying balanced with your nutrition over the summer. I've done a few podcasts about body image as it relates to summer and putting on a bathing suit. So I can definitely link to my body image podcasts and blog posts on the show notes for this episode. We're not going to dive into that today, but if you've been following me or you've been listening to the podcast, you know, the gist of it is your body is good enough today to wear a swimsuit. There's no need to hide. There's no need to feel shame. You are not alone in your insecurities. Whenever you show up at the beach or the pool, there are a hundred other people who feel just as insecure as you. So don't let your body and how your body looks today stop you from living your life. Stop you from going to the beach or to the pool party, from just having a good freaking time, some fun in the sun. Get out there and live your damn life, girl. That's my opinion about the body side of things. But today I want to talk about nutrition specifically and how to have your best summer yet while staying on track with your nutrition goals because I know we're all so so happy to experience warm weather and sunshine and lake days and vacations but balancing your health goals while trying to have fun often seems like a really tough road to navigate but it doesn't have to be like that we don't have to use summer as a write-off to completely forget about the goals that we set for ourselves whether that's in the gym or body composition goals in fact I think that you can maintain what you've worked hard to build up until this point or even continue to make progress beyond where you are right now even if you're not in your normal routine. There totally is a way to make progress toward your body composition goals or at least maintain where you're at right now while still enjoying some fun in the sun, having a margarita, going to the beach, going on a trip, going on vacation. It just takes a little bit of planning ahead and I'm going to share a few nutrition strategies with you that you can use to make this your best nutrition summer yet. Here we go. Tip number one is to control the controllables. This is one of the mantras that I live my life by. Control the controllables. If you're my client, you know I probably say this to you eight times during our calls. Control the controllables. Control the controllables, which pretty much just means that you are in control of what you can control. So this is one of the mantras I live my life by, especially during the summer when I have something planned nearly every weekend or I know I'm going on a lot of trips. 
Weekends are full of barbecues and parties and day trips, a few drinks on a nice patio, and I can always count on the fact that my weekends are going to be somewhat unpredictable in terms of my food and drink choices. And because I know that, and I know my nutrition will have to be a bit more flexible during the weekend, I make it a priority to keep things dialed in during the week. That's what I mean by controlling the controllables. When I'm at home, when I'm in my normal habits and routines, I'm going to work, I'm doing the same things, it's so much easier for me to take charge of my nutrition. I'm in control of my choices. I can prep my food. I can make sure I'm eating GPF. I can make sure I have healthy foods on hand. And this looks like making sure my plate is full of lots of greens, protein, healthy fats, which is my GPF style of eating. I will link to the podcast. I think it's the second one I ever did, but I talk about it all the time. So you should know by now. I'm not going to dive into that today, but I keep things relatively quote unquote clean throughout the week. You know, I hate that term. I don't like labeling food, but I'm just trying to paint the picture here. My meals are GPF so that I can fully enjoy my weekend in moderation, which we'll talk about in a bit. But by doing my part during the week, this creates a little bit more wiggle room for me to have some fun on the weekends. And this is what I like to call my plus one strategy with my clients. If you have body composition goals, a lot of people have the idea that you can never eat something that you love. You either are eating all the things or you're completely restricting and only eating quote unquote clean. But it doesn't have to be like that. I like to use a strategy called plus ones in order to help both myself and my clients navigate how to indulge in something while still making sure you're hitting all your nutrition targets and goals throughout the day and throughout the week. So a good rule of thumb is one to two plus ones per week. So if you know that you're going on vacation this weekend or you're going to be away or there's a barbecue or a party or whatever, the way I like to do it is keep the majority of my meals throughout the week, GPF, nice and healthy. And then on the weekends, I enjoy beers or a burger or whatever without guilt. And a plus one to your meal pretty much just means that you have a GPF meal and then you you add a plus one of something that you're craving in addition to the meal. So maybe that looks like a salad with a beer on the side. The beer would be your plus one. Or maybe that looks like you're going out for Mexican food and for your meal, you get a salad with chicken and guacamole and salsa and black beans. And then your plus one is the chips and salsa because you love chips and salsa. But this plus one strategy allows me to look at my week ahead. I usually do this on a Sunday when I'm planning on my week. That's my favorite time to plan on my weeks, nutrition included. And I say, okay, what do I have going on this week? Okay, I have a dinner on Wednesday night with my friends and I'm going to a barbecue on Saturday. So I know that on Wednesday night and Saturday, that's probably when I'm going to be less in control of my nutrition choices. So I plan the rest of my week to be nice and healthy and full of GPF meal ideas so that when I go out with my friends on Wednesday or when I go to the barbecue on Saturday, I don't have to stress about it. I don't have to worry about it. I can still enjoy myself and make mindful choices about the portions that I'm eating. But the beautiful thing is I can still make progress towards my goals. By doing my part during the week, by planning it out a little bit ahead of time, knowing that I have certain things going on during certain days, or I know this weekend's going to be crazy, I can kind of plan my nutrition strategy and my meals around what I'm going to be doing. And by doing my part during the week, this creates a little bit more of that wiggle room for me to have some fun on the weekends, which that brings me to my next tip and strategy. Identify what success looks like on weekends and trips. This was a game changer for me. Deciding that success in my nutrition would look a little bit different on the weekend than it does during the weekdays has been the biggest game changer for me. Like I said, during the week, I'm pretty diligent about my nutrition. I'm usually cooking all my meals. I'm in control of what goes into my body. I'm making food for Mark and myself. I make sure I have healthy food on hand. I do a meal prep. I do the whole nine yards. However, in the past, I felt pressure to maintain that discipline also during the weekend. I would bring my own food and Tupperwares to parties. I would avoid eating out with my friends. I wouldn't drink 
at all because it had too many calories. But after a few years of doing that, I realized that I was missing out on a huge aspect of my social life because I was so worried about being perfect with my nutrition. And just a little disclaimer here, if that's you, if you're doing all those things and you are happy doing them, this is not to cast judgment. This is not to call your way wrong and my way right. Everybody has their thing that works for them. And if you can do that without being stressed out and a crazy person, more power to you, sister. Looking back, it drove me absolutely nuts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I decided to make some changes because I also went to the opposite end of the spectrum, depriving myself during the week, only eating clean, only to go all out on the weekends, eat whatever the heck I wanted, drink whatever the heck I wanted. And this inevitably led me to head into Monday feeling like crap, feeling bloated, regretting my decisions. And that only fueled the cycle of restriction during the week because I promised on Monday I was going to get back on track. And then by Friday, I was ready to throw all my chicken and broccoli down the garbage disposal because it was disgusting. And I could not eat one more ounce of chicken or one more head of broccoli without throwing up, which of course led to binge eating and drinking on the weekends. So it's taken a lot of trial and error, as you know, through listening to my podcast and my story and all of that. But it is totally possible to find a balance where you can still enjoy yourself on the weekend without going overboard. And step one in that process is actually deciding what success will look like for you on the weekend or on your vacation. So here are some ideas of what success could possibly look like for you. Number one, maybe you're tracking your macros during the week and then you're loosely tracking them on the weekend. Number two, making sure your breakfast and lunch are full of greens, protein, and fats, GPF, because you know you're going to be going out for burgers for dinner, pizza, whatever. Number three, if you'll be drinking, making conscious alcohol choices, which we'll talk about in a bit, and making sure your meals are GPF to balance things out. Number four, bringing your own snacks or prepped food on a road trip or bringing snacks or a healthy dish to the party you're going to so that you know there will be healthy options available. So those are just some ideas to get your brain working and get you started. Feel free to adopt whatever style resonates with you and works best for your lifestyle. And if you try one and it doesn't work for you, that's totally fine. Just try Try again the next weekend. Like I said, it took me years of trial and error to finally find that balance. So if you don't find it in a weekend, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. Just keep trying, keep putting your best foot forward and trust that it will come with time. Tip, strategy, whatever you want to call it. Number three, be discerning. I know y'all hear me say discerning all the time and you're like, what does this girl mean by discerning? What is she talking about? There's a fine balance between indulging in something and going overboard. And it is unrealistic to think that you won't indulge in anything this summer, that you're going to be super strict and perfect with your nutrition. So with that in mind and taking that pressure off of yourself, how do we enjoy ourselves, indulge in the things we want to while still staying healthy and balanced and do it all in a balanced, mindful way that helps you stay on track to reach your goals? As a rule of thumb, take a look at your day and pick one meal that's the most important for you to indulge in. For example, it's pretty easy for me to be in control of having a healthy breakfast and lunch on most days, whereas dinner are usually when I'm out with friends, I'm going out to a barbecue, I'm spending time with family, I might not necessarily be making the food there, or we might be going to a restaurant that only serves tacos and I just have to have tacos. I'm sorry, that's what I had to do. So in situations like that, I make sure my breakfast and my lunch are GPF based so that I have more wiggle room to enjoy drinks or dinner or whatever the night brings me. And that brings me to another simple guideline that I love to live by. Choose the appetizer that includes bread, that includes snacks before dinner. That includes appetizers that are shared for the table at a restaurant. Choose that, alcohol, or dessert. Not all three. That means if I want a glass of wine with dinner, I might say no to the charcuterie board or the appetizers or the snacks or bread before dinner. Or if I no 
know we'll be having dessert that night, I'll make a conscious choice not to drink alcohol so that I can enjoy a slice of cheesecake. And I'm not saying, let me just, another disclaimer. I feel like I gotta sprinkle this podcast with disclaimers. There are certainly nights when I have the charcuterie board, when I eat a full dinner, when I have a glass of wine with dinner, and I have the cheesecake after dinner. Do I feel one ounce of regret or guilt about it? Absolutely not, and neither should you. These are just tips if you are trying to be mindful of your fitness goals, nutrition goals, and you want to make sure that you're indulging in a way that makes you feel good and not go overboard or feel overly stuffed. That's all I'm saying. And of course, I'm not perfect with this, but simply by having this guideline for myself, it's not a hard rule. It's not something I live or die by and I never break. This is just a guideline. I can still indulge in the things I love without feeling like I'm overdoing it. And just a side note, another easy way to be discerning if you're at a party, because I know parties are super hard to navigate, whether it's a bridal shower, a bachelorette party, a baby shower. People have parties for all kinds of crazy shit these days, girl. (laughs) Whatever reason you're at the party, what I like to do when I get there is scope out all the food that's laid out ahead of time. So usually parties are full of chips and dips and drinks and all kinds of things, all in addition to the actual main meal that you're going to be consuming. For example, if you know they're going to be grilling burgers for dinner and you really want to have the full burger with the bun and you want to do a real big with the burger, maybe choose to opt out of having the snacks beforehand. Or bonus points, you can bring your own healthy snacks like we talked about before, like sliced veggies and hummus. And my biggest thing, I am so tempted by snacks. I freaking love snacks. I used to be the snack queen. And when I'm left unattended, I'm like a child in a candy shop. I'm picking at chips. I'm picking at pretzels. I'm picking at shit that I don't even like just because it's sitting in front of me. So what I personally like to do, if I don't want to be tempted, I hang out away from where all the snacks are. I just remove myself from the situation because I know if I'm standing next to some Fritos, even if I don't like Fritos, my hand keeps reaching for more Fritos. I don't know why it does it. It's just uncontrollable. If it's tempting to you as well, just walk away, bring the conversation away from the snack table and you won't be as tempted. So it's really just about making trade-offs if you do have body composition goals. Like if there's a chip and dip dish you really love, maybe have a mindful portion of that and then enjoy the burger like we talked about, but without the bun. Using discernment is all about balance and deciding what you really want to indulge in the most. It's looking at all of your options and saying that is the thing I really want, as opposed to mindless snacking on things that you don't even like. I always use the analogy of saying no to stale chocolate chip cookies that have been in the break room for three days versus the delicious experience of having your grandma's homemade pie that you only have once a year. That is the perfect reason to indulge because it adds joy and enhances the experience of your life. Does sitting there while you're having a conversation and eating Fritos mindlessly add to the experience of your life? No. So I say no to the things that don't add to the joy or experience of my life. And I say yes to the things that my soul wants. I don't just eat things because they're there anymore. I make a conscious effort and I'm discerning about what I want to indulge in because that's what makes me feel good. It still gives me a taste of the things that I love without going overboard and going crazy. My last tip revolves around alcohol. Now, I'm not a big drinker, but there's been something about this summer. Don't know what it is. Yo girl loves having some beers on a patio. Not sure where that came from, but I'm rolling with it. I'm riding the social life wave. I'm just doing the things. If I get invited, I'm like, sure, I'll have a beer on a patio. Why not? But the question is, can you drink alcohol and still reach your fitness goals? The short answer is yes. It all depends on how frequently and how much you're drinking. As a general rule of thumb, if you're trying to reach a certain goal in your fitness or nutrition, the less alcohol you drink, 
probably the better. Let's just be realistic about that. But I understand there are people who love to socially drink, that love to have a glass of wine with dinner. I totally understand how delicious a Corona with lime can taste when you're enjoying lunch on a patio or hanging out by the pool. So there's absolutely no judgment if you choose to drink and add alcohol to your life. Here are just a few tips to help you stay mindful of your alcohol consumption this summer, especially if you have body composition goals. Number one, keep your meals clean and GPF as much as possible throughout the day if you're drinking. I know this is so hard because once you start drinking, you want the greasy foods, you want the burger, you want the fries, you lower your standards, you drive through the freaking McDonald's drive-thru at 3 a.m. and eat four dozen chicken nuggets and you're like, who am I? What have I become? But don't lower your standards, girl. Keep your meals clean. Even if you're drunk, try to make the healthiest choice possible. I know you're probably not going to be perfect at this, especially when alcohol is involved and you are not making your best decisions because you're not in the perfect frame of mind, but that's okay. Just do your best. Tip number two, opt for lighter beers and avoid super sugary drinks. So the pina coladas, the margaritas, all of that, probably not the best, especially those huge fishbowl margaritas. Those things have like 100 grams of sugar in them. I don't know how many grams of sugar, but they are full of sugar. My go-to drink is a vodka soda water with lime, or I like to mix sparkling water like La Croix with vodka. I'm so bougie, (laughs) but try it and thank me later. I actually love that so much. Or I get a lighter beer like a Corona light or a Bud Light or of course if I'm out and we're at a brewery and there are craft beers I will have them but that brings me to my third point whatever alcohol I'm drinking I try to pace myself by drinking one glass of water for every drink that I have so I do a one-to-one rule one drink followed by one glass of water this helps you to stay hydrated and hopefully helps you avoid feeling hungover because I don't know about you but the older I get I'm only 27 right now but I swear to god every single year I get older my hangovers are worse and worse and worse. It's like I used to be able to wake up and feel amazing like I was ready to conquer the world and now it's like I drink on Saturday and Wednesday I still feel like I have the flu. I don't know what the heck it is. Since I started drinking water with the one-to-one ratio, one drink, one glass of water, that has helped so much so that I can actually wake up and be a functioning human the next day because there's nothing worse than drinking on a Saturday and wasting your whole Sunday. Sunday is my productive day. I love to do my laundry. I love to prep my food and plan out my week and do all these things. So I'm always super cautious and mindful of how much I'm drinking and staying hydrated in between my drinks. Last but not least, I want you to not be afraid to be unapologetic about your choices to be healthy. I know sometimes we're scared to bring snacks to a party or say no to a drink or be the odd man out who's not indulging in things that everybody else is indulging in, but this is your life. If you want to stay disciplined, do it. If you want to bring your own healthy snacks or dishes to a party, do it. If you don't want to drink, even though everyone else is because you want to feel good enough to train the next day, more power to you. People will always have opinions or make comments. They're going to say things like, just eat it. You already look fine. You're so fit. Or why aren't you drinking? Just have one. Take a shot with me. Woo. But ultimately, you are the one who is in charge of your life. If you have health goals and those are important to you, there's absolutely nothing wrong with standing in your power and wanting to continue to make progress over the summer. It's just a matter of understanding your priorities, setting some goals, identifying what success will look like this summer, whether it's on the weekend or on vacation, and most importantly, enjoy yourself and live your damn life. I hope this podcast was helpful and helps you find some balance this summer and makes it the best nutrition-related summer you've ever had. I wanted to give you these tips because while I am fully in the camp of enjoying yourself, living your life, having a good time, I also know that when I have too good of a time for too long and I get too out of control, 
control with my nutrition choices or I'm drinking a lot. I just don't feel my best. This podcast is not intended to tell you that you can never drink and you can never have a burger and you can never have fun or do anything like that. Of course not. You guys know me. You know I'm not like that. I'm just trying to help you learn how to indulge in a mindful way so that you still feel good. You still feel balanced. You don't feel like you're overdoing it. You're indulging in the things that are bringing you joy. You're saying no to the things that you could just take it or leave it. Because I know from personal experience, I don't feel good when I'm super restrictive, but I also don't feel good when I'm just allowing myself to eat whatever, whenever, which is why I came up with GPF. That's the foundation of my whole business is finding that middle ground. So if you need help navigating this summer, if you know you're coming up on a vacation and you're scared to death to navigate your food choices, that is what my whole eight week nutrition mentorship revolves around. Finding that balance, finding that middle ground so you don't have to be super restrictive or binging and eating everything and also not feeling good about yourself. So if you need help finding that middle ground and that balance, 100% reach out to me. I will help you. You can schedule a free 30 minute chat with me by going to juliebrewer.com coach. You just fill out a few questions so I can get to know you and your goals because life is too short to live in a body and a life that you are unhappy in. And if you find yourself in that situation, it is up to you to make a change. I hope you know that you're worthy of making that change for yourself. And I would love to support and guide you on that. Sending you lots of love. I hope you have a great summer. Take a screenshot of this. Let me know what your plans are for the summer. I need some summer bucket list items. Am I the only one who creates bucket lists still? (laughs) I don't know, but I have a summer one for all the things I want to do. So if you have any ideas of things that you're doing this summer that you want to add to my bucket list, or you need some ideas to add to your own bucket list, DM me on Instagram. Let's chat, girl. I love hearing from you. And as always, stay mindful, stay balanced, stay sexy, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Love you. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.